If you are sitting at home next to your radio, you're hearing the music faster than you are if you're in the hall. Listening for the secret. Searching for the sound. This is The Sound Podcast with Ira Haberman.
You've been listening to Keep That Funk Alive, featuring the legendary Bootsy Collins with Lettuce from the band's recent release, Unify. The funk crew have been out on the road and will continue to be all summer and fall, so I wanted to catch up with someone from the band to talk about the new album, Unify, working with Bootsy Collins, the band's trip to Europe in the fall, and much more. Luckily, we caught up with drummer Adam Deitch to talk about it all. Unify's been out now for a couple weeks. How were fans and, and people responding to the record? Um, it looks like it's a positive response, you know. It's uh, getting a lot of love for it, so we're very grateful. It seems to be a bit of a return to funk, for funk's sake. I know that you have had other albums in the past where you've explain, explored sort of other genres and gotten away a bit away from straight-up funk, but this record seems like it's more of a return to that straight-up funk thing. Is that... Was that purposeful? Uh, I, I think this record is in line with all the other records. We always have a couple straight funk bangers. We always have a couple hip hop type style joints. And then, and then we have a couple uh, vocals. The, what makes this record different is having Bootsy Collins as a guest on vocals and bass. Also having Nigel singing more, more tunes. Um, there's some group vocal things on it. So it's probably got the most vocals of all our tunes. Bootsy's not on the whole record, though. He's just on that one song, right? Bootsy's on one song. Keep that funk alive. Keep that funk alive. Yeah. Um, and 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 you know, there's other songs on this record that I think are a bit of a departure. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, but uh, and and you uh, there seems to be a couple of tracks at least that have a bit of a socio political message, which which is a little bit new for you guys, I think. I mean, yeah, that's definitely, yeah, that goes back to, you know, Nigel's and the lyrics and, you know, us being home for the pandemic and absorbing the political climate that we were all bombarded with, you know, whether we wanted to escape it or not, it was just everywhere we went. And, um, you know, Nigel and, and Nick Daniels wrote those great lyrics, uh, you know, uh, for everything's going to be all right. right. And also uh, Shmeens wrote the lyrics to, um, you know, it's change, called change the world, change the world, something like that. So, you know, it's really uh, people were definitely had to express themselves of what how they felt during the pandemic and during all that uh, crazy political unrest that was going on in the country. Uh, one of the things that I found also interesting is that you put these interludes in between some of the tracks. Was that because you had some stuff from jams that you wanted to include? Was it just I, I don't want to say filler, but was it just a means to an end to get to, you know, you know, between get it together and let the world know sort of there's an interlude and there's an interlude. Um, we've had interludes on most of our records. Um, some of my favorite interludes are from like rap records where instead of, you know, it'd be like a 10 second really cool beat that would happen between songs and it would fade in and out. And it would just kind of, you kind of go, what is that? What is, you know, and we have so many moments at live shows that, you'd have to really dig deep to find it. You know, even our, our most biggest fans, you know, they didn't, they don't even know where that, you know, interlude one is, uh, you know, and it's from a show. I, I don't know, St. Louis or could be Buffalo on a Wednesday. I, I don't, I don't even know, but it's just something special happened on stage when the band started improvising and it, it probably could become a song and it may well become a song. But um, I love the, the idea of teasing the crowd with a little cool idea. You know what I mean? 
And, and are those ideas eventually something that you guys are going to expand on? I mean, they're on here as these little snippets, but there's an opportunity to probably jam out of those and, and create records just based on those, just based on those jams alone. There's a high probability those loops will become songs. Right. You are always tinkering with the next thing and you always have another album in the works. I remember when Elevate came out, we already knew Resonate was not far behind. Is that the case yeah. with Unify? Is is there another banger, another record out there that that? Oh, works? absolutely, man. I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Uh, you know, we're definitely releasing this symphony record soon. Let us live with the symphony, uh, Denver, uh, Colorado symphony, and that that we fully mixed and mastered. It's unbelievable. It's ready to go. So, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> And um, we're really excited about people hearing that. It's the most epic movie score level lettuce you'll you'll ever hear. And you know, only not, no one got to really hear that. There's very few clips of it out, so um, I'm really excited for people to hear that one. Um, there's also other influences. Like Shine has a a pretty specific Middle Eastern influence to it. I think there are always other things aside from just playing funk that are that are introduced into this band is that something that you work on schmeens lettuce um jesus like who comes up with some of these themes and some of these ideas so what is your question who comes up with some yeah some of the departures from funk like in shine which is more middle eastern sounding than straight ahead funk probably yeah um yeah shine it was written by adam smirnoff you know it's definitely uh, started off as an Adam Smirnoff style hip hop beat, you know, and uh, we decided that it would work well with the band. You know, he, he made, he created this track and we loved it, the original track for years. And, and then we decided to uh, bring it to life with the band, you know, and that's how a lot of the songs come about, um, you know, no matter what style, we all love everything, all different styles. You know, I played with John Schofield and, and, you know, all kinds of stuff and Wyclef Jean and, you know, Shmirnoff is playing with Lady Gaga and Jesus is playing with Dr. Dre. So we, we all play different kinds of music. Right. We just choose funk as our main thing. And uh, we also, you know, love to depart from it too and maybe get into like a psychedelic rock thing here and there or a reggae thing here or a hip hop thing here and there. Uh, returning to funk for a sec, how cool was it to, to work with Bootsy, one of the founders of the genre and, you know, dating back to his days with, with James Brown and being in that band. And then of course on the mothership, I mean, he really is responsible in, in large part for this thing called funk. How cool was it to, to work with Bootsy? You just, you said it all right there, man. Like it, like we studied the art of funk music and, and the creators and, and he is absolutely a creator of it, you know, along with James Brown and, and, a few, and, and you know, the meters and, and those kind of guys, you know. And, uh, yeah, we're just, it's a super honor, and it happened so organically. Like, we set, set him the track, and he loved it, and he just was instantly down to be on it and to work with us. It's just like a dream come true. So just beyond excited and, you know, just, yeah, completely honored that it went down. Have you had the opportunity to, did you, did you meet with him or was it just a matter of him adding tracks in a studio and then shipping them over? Because I would imagine that most of this record was made 
during the pandemic, yeah. which was probably hard to to get. Yeah, it was together. a pandemic that we didn't get in the room with him. It was kind of like he has his own recording studio. We had, uh, you know, seventy five percent of the song done, and he added his stuff all over the track. What I said, to whatever you feel, man. Speak whatever you say, whatever you want to say. Sing whatever you want to sing. Play bass, whatever you want to do. We'll we'll send us the raw tracks, and we'll get it into song form later. You know, and uh, he sent us all this beautiful raw materials and cool little poems and stuff, and you know, knowledge he's gained throughout the years. And and then he sent us a killer bass solo at the end, like a space bass, electronic, yeah. buzzy, distorted solo, and. And yeah, it just went perfectly at the end of the song. And and uh, yeah, it was fun. Just like, you know, okay, here we have these raw Bootsy tracks. Let's try to put this into song form and get put it into place. And then we went and met with him in Cincinnati after that at his home. He graciously invited us. And it's probably the greatest day of our, of our career, of our 30-year career. Uh, you're out on the road, obviously. Uh you're going back out on the road, I should say, doing a ton of festivals and, and over to Europe for a bit. Is there anything upcoming um, that you're most stoked about doing? Is it is a specific city in Europe that you're psyched to see? Is there a, a festival that you're excited to be on the bill for? Um, um, yeah, I was going to say Red Rocks is going to be huge with the, with the um, Colorado Symphony and Tower of Power, our heroes. Um, it's gonna, it's just going to be an unbelievable night. There's, I can't imagine anything bigger than that, you know, and then we're doing that also in San Diego um, where they're headlining and we're, we're going to play before them. And uh, it's going to, it's just like those two are huge for us. And um, obviously Europe is going to be great COVID willing. And, you know, hopefully we get there in September, October. And uh, we always have a great time in Europe and the summer festival time is festival season, you know, yeah. so, Electric Forest, you know, Halloween, and all the, all the big, you know, all the great, all these new ones that are popping up that are so cool, Sacred Rose, and like, so we're just excited to hit all these festivals, the old ones, the new ones, and, and get some new fans and, and introduce some people to our style of music. It has been a, you know, I, I mentioned Elevate, and I mentioned Unify, uh, I, and I mentioned the record pr previous to that. Is that the end of this series of studio sessions that you guys did i mean you you had so much in that in those in those sessions that uh, yeah. elevate resonate unify uh obviously the three is that it for that bunch that batch kind of of, of studio not recordings even, not even it's close. not even done yet really the elevate batch is not done we have an incredible hip-hop styled record you know pretty much eight or nine songs that is like we've saved all these songs over over time to maybe have some some sort of project like that maybe with some mcs uh, yeah. that, that we know that, that we love and working with for years so uh you know those yeah there's that was a very fruitful recording session that that must be the ultimate for you guys since so many of you are involved in the hip-hop world with with other bands is to produce tracks that you can get somebody to lay some bars down is that that's going to come to fruition, you think? Oh, yeah, it already is. We've already got some legendary MCs on, on a couple of the tracks, and it's all coming together. And, you know, 
the message is going to be powerful. It, you know, we're, we're excited about that one also. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's a dream country. We all worked in hip hop for years, like made yeah. beats for rappers and played backed up rappers, Slick Rick and Jizzle for backed up Wu-Tang and Bonnaroo and all that stuff. So we love that shit. We live for that. So that's going to be a fun exploration, kind of joining those worlds, kind of like elaborating on when Jay-Z sat in with Fish. Like, what if they made a record? What, what you know, like, you know, like, you know, or with the brand new heavies did heavy rhyme experience in the, in the early 90s, late 80s, you know? Yeah. I, I still love that, that, that stuff. So, it's you interesting. know, of course, Roots, the gods of, of live hip hop. So, you know, we're just trying to, you know, do our thing with it. You know what I'm saying? What's so amazing about you guys is you can do Jerry Garcia band covers, and then you can also do, you know, <laughs> hip hop beats and, and have hip hop guest star and, and Bootsy comes out. I mean, it really is, even though you're so into the, the depths of funk and soul and R&B, it really does span the gamut of, of pop music. And I don't want to say pop music because... You know that's what the kid, what the kids are listening to. What I mean by pop music is it runs the gamut of, of rock or or whatever. Um, that must be really fulfilling for you as an artist that you're you're able to participate in so many different genres and have such reverence from your fans and your peers about the work you're doing, no matter if it's a Jerry Garcia band cover set or <laughs> working on hip hop tracks. It's a dream to do this, and you know people. You know, you know they talk about the jam band scene in a negative way, but you, you look at the freedom these musicians have. Like, Umphreys can go out and play anything they want, you know, and String Cheese can play anything they want, and Grateful Dead could just play a tune for 20 minutes, and there's a lot of freedom there, you know, and, and uh, we enjoy that freedom to be able to go and play a, a JGB set, and, you know, mean it, and make it as funky as possible and then go to a hip hop set with, with, you know, Tyler Kweli or Farrell Monch and, and make that as funky as possible. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a common thread and it's the groove and, you know, and it, it's just uh, an honor to work with these great artists and, and collaborate and, and just kind of reinterpret, you know, we did a Miles Davis album, uh, right. you know, which is Stu. And that's a whole nother thing, you know, like, he's kind of like equal to us, as the godfather of the scene that we're on, you know, like yeah. he was doing electronic improv rock in 1972. What, you know, you know, when, J when Jimmy was doing his thing, Miles was doing the, the jazz version of, of funky rock, you know, it's all of these influences. And, and yes, I agree with you that the jam band community has, has, you know, been stalwarts in supporting you guys, but, you get love from the funk community. You get love from the hip hop community. I mean, that's what's so incredible about the ride you're on is that, you know, you're easily recognizable in all of these different venues as much as the jam band community. I don't think the jam band community knows that, you know, Twaleb can call you and say, I need a backing band or you can back Wu-Tang or whatever. Like, I, I don't think people, people realize the chops that you guys have and the resume that you guys have. Do you care that that people know that or don't know that? Or is it just about, you know, the groove and making great music? I, I mean, I just want people to love the music, you know, and uh, our accolades and what we've done is, it's cool, but, uh, you know, and the people that know, know, you know, yeah. but uh, it's really more important that we just keep growing this thing and keep 
letting new people find out about lettuce and and he, and feel that funk and play it for their friends and that's really just our focus you know like uh you know when all is said and done people will will know what what we've done on the earth <laughs> yeah for sure dude thanks so much for taking the time glad we could finally hook up uh unify is a dope record i've had it for a while now and Thank you so uh, much man i, I can't wait that. i can't wait to hear some of these bars on some of these hip-hop tracks that's that's gonna oh, be yeah. a trip that's yeah, gonna be a trip we're, for sure. we're working with some cool cats that that uh that are bringing it bringing it, bringing the stuff so you know between that and the symphony record and right. all you know we have the you know, a bunch of other stuff in the bag. And, and plus I have another 50 tunes written just sitting on my computer. So, wow. you know, so yeah, we're, we're, we're stacked. We're ready to go. Cool, man. Be well. And we can't wait to hear more. Thanks, dude. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, brother. For tour dates, merch, and more, visit lettucefunk.com. Before we leave you, here's another track off of Unify. This is Waffles.
You've been listening to The Sound Podcast. Technical production by Adam Karsh and Andrea Ruse. Inspired by the music we love. For more, visit thesoundpodcast.com.